23rd day. We're getting close. Santa. Yeah, Festivus today. Oh, Festivus yeah. is today, huh? The non-commercial holiday celebration is depicted on Seinfeld. That is a hilarious <laughs> episode. It includes a Festivus dinner, aluminum Festivus pole, practices such as airing of grievances yes. and feats of strength and labeling of easily explainable events as Festivus miracles. <laughs> Jerry Stiller played Frank Costanza, George Costanza's Dan in Seinfeld. That is a classic episode. Festivus. Yeah. The airing of grievances. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's a classic. Uh, yeah. Airing of grievances. Uh, that's oh, my goodness. Family Roots Day today. Okay. Okay. Pre-read the manual day. Mom and Dad. Who does that? Well, reduce the stress on Christmas morning. Oh. By reading a toys operation manual today. <laughs> All right. Pre-read the manual Day. Did you do that, or did you just um, let it rip? I don't know that I ever had to put extensive things together. I don't remember that. Yeah. But if you do, I would pre-read the manual. Then you're not, you know, wasting half the morning trying mm-hmm. to get through it. Or better yet, now I had, I have done this actually. I think back, I put it together already. Sure. And then it's done. Mm-hmm. All right. Then open it. It's like boom. Hey. Hey, we can play right now. Rather than open it up, it's like, oh, here are all these pieces. <laughs> eighteen twenty-three, the Clement Moore poem, "A Visit from Saint Nicholas," was published in New York by the Troy Sentinel. It began twas the night before Christmas on this date. Uh, Secret Service, Trevor, Jesus just makes you this just makes you sick to your stomach. Secret Service says nearly one hunt. They do more than protect the president. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The Secret Service says nearly $100 billion was stolen from COVID relief programs. Billion. Billion. $100 billion. The crooks are everywhere. <sighs> Dang. Isn't right. that something? That's just, yeah. That's hard to wrap your head around, isn't it? Dang. Did you know there's a dating site for people who love Disney? I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. I mean, I'm, I like Mickey Mouse right. the, as much as the next guy. Right. It's mousemingle.com. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Whatever. You get to wear your mouse ears on your first date. That's right. Mousemingle.com. Wow. Hey, there's something for everybody, There's right? something for everyone. That's right. That's right. Researchers in Israel found the most efficient way for passengers to board an airplane. Let them board randomly and sit anywhere. Really? Now, to me, you're going to have a bunch of shoving and pushing and fighting and holding things up. I don't know how they come across that. Now, my last two flights, and you know how I am with flying. Yeah. My last two flights right. that I had right. was in the last calendar year. My seats, our seats, were in the back of the plane. Oh, you went all the way to the back. All, I mean, you can't get back any farther oh. unless you're on the tail. So you're you're right there Guess by the what? bathrooms. Guess what? You get to get on first. <laughs> Except for the, you know, the cool first class people. Right. You know, the special people get to sit in the first I class. I can't imagine just letting it be random. 
Okay, folks, it's time. There would be people running and pushing. It'd be a free-for-all. I I can't see that. More efficiently? I don't know. That's just going to start a bunch of arguments. I just think that or I like that fighting. Order, I liked the orderly progress of they would announce Rose, blah blah blah. You right. go, and then you know, right? I'm more into that. But I really appreciated nice. my fellow flyers. You know, getting off the plane, I'm usually you know charging to the front, throwing elbows. <laughs> See, just to get off. <laughs> I don't care about getting on. I just oh, okay, get off. getting off. You're you're wanting off. It was very nice. Right. It was orderly. Good. It was very nice. All right. That's good. All right. Anyway, I don't see that one. I just I can't see it. Okay, Trevor, it's that time of year again. Spain's big Christmas lottery this year, $2.7 billion. That's insane. The old El Gordo, or the fat one. $2 billion? $2.7 billion. <sighs> the country's Christmas lottery. It's that been drawn annually. Since 1812. Now, I doubt they had $2.7 billion then. Wow. That's good. But see, but this year, not one person's going to win that. Oh, thing. okay. The top prize winner will get 450000 So out of $2.7 oh. billion, they're going to give away a lot of cash so to a lot of different around. people. So they spread it around. I like that. I do, too. So the top prize winner gets 450000 Okay. Then, then they'll have a whole bunch of other winners. I like that. Can you imagine if we took that $10 billion that got, you know, cheated at us from, like, the Secret Service said? It was $100 billion, by the or way. Or $100 billion and did the spread old El Gordo on that one. How about if we just spread it around to everybody? <laughs> everybody gets go. a piece, right? Man. $10 bill, $100 billion. Wow. $100 billion. Just write everybody a check. All right. Jeez, what would that be? What would everybody get? I'll have to figure that out. There's 330 million people. Is that what there is? Are you sure? 330 million-ish people in the United States. Is there? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what calculator. So we have to divide that into 100 billion. Okay. It'd be okay. Yeah. Nice little windfall. Yeah, nice little windfall. A woman believed to have lived to 135 years. The oldest record in history has passed. 135? Almina Saheti, who lived in the western China, claimed to be born June 25th, 1886. Dang. That's crazy. Researchers, including representatives from the Guinness World Records, have not quite been able to verify that. Currently, Jeannie Klamet, who died in 1987 at the age of 122, officially holds the title. Now, there's a there are others who have potentially claimed the world's oldest person title. There's an Indonesia woman that, according to a 2010 census report, Believed herself to be 157. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. Scientists say that's not possible. That's not possible. I mean, Moses was about 200. (laughs) Come on. Give or take. Nobody's breaking that. (laughs) Nobody's breaking that record, right? Give or take, right? Yeah, give or take. A couple hundred. 157. Uh, No, I'm not buying that. uh, Okay. 135 is even. I mean, that's pushing it. Yeah. Quiet. I haven't been able to verify yet, but they're thinking she was 135. That's, but that's but verified is uh, Jeannie Clampett. 122. Uh, 122. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Christmas trivia. The Farmer's Almanac got its start in the Middle Ages during the 12 days of Christmas. People used these days to predict the weather by recording sunny and snowy days in a system that became the precursor of the modern-day Farmer's Almanac. Okay. In the early 19th century, German and Dutch Protestant 
immigrants resurrected the Christmas holiday to its original status. St. Nicholas also gained prominence during that Victorian era. Originally, Santa Claus was not regarded as a rotund gift bearer in an airborne sled that we all know today. It was uh, Clement Moore's 1822 poem that promoted that image. See? Santa's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer sprang from a commercial endeavor in 1939. That was a Montgomery Ward employee wrote the original story as part of a promotional giveaway program. During the 12 days of Christmas in medieval England, people wore costumes to church and gambled on the altar. (laughs) Ooh, that'd be frowned upon. (laughs) Rolling dice? Let's roll some dice. dice, Get your chips out. (laughs) Come on, everybody, gather around. We're going to roll some dice. (laughs) Roll some dice. Hand out some cash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The ringing bells of Christmas. It's a holdover from pagan times. Unless, of course, you're referring to the movie It's a Wonderful Life, at which point ringing bells means an angel just got its wings. But ringing bells during Christmas is supposed to drive away evil spirits. King Richard II once had a holiday feat that needed 2,000 cooks to prepare the food. And in 1377, King Richard II had a magnificent holiday feast for 10,000 people. And he had 2,000 cooks prepare it. Wow. Wow. As a tradition, caroling began in the uh, Roman churches in the early 2nd century, then spread to France, England, and America. Uh, Exchanging gifts on Christmas Day didn't become standard until the end of the 19th century. Before that, uh, European maintained uh, Europe maintained the old Roman tradition of gift giving on New Year's Day. So, let's do one more here. Uh, let's see here. We'll find one. Eggnog mm-hmm. is the modern variation of wassail. Wassail was a popular Christmas drink in Victorian England. It comes from an old English expression, "was hall." Meaning, to your health. Eggs, curdled cream, nuts, spices, roasted apples, and mulled ale. <laughs> Sounds really unappetizing. <laughs> that Sounds kind of disgusting, That doesn't sound actually. like I want to chug that nope. down. Nope. <laughs> hey, so roll I'll some. Pass. So don't be rolling any dice on the altar, don't okay? Don't do that. No, be doing that this year. CBS News World News Roundup is on the way. Trevor's got Swap Shop at the 8 o'clock hour. Let's keep him busy, shall we? Get those phones lit up and get going. And Floyd Whitey with Public Pulse with the Sheridan County Sheriff's Department. 910 News Talk 930 KROE Sheridan, Wyoming.